Okay. Oh, I should have made some tea or something. You want to go make some tea? Nope. Okay. I'm running on pure theater kid energy here, baby. Okay, I don't like this. What's okay. happening? Okay, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasek. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two disc center. One disc leaves. This is DVD Deathmatch. Well, this was fun. That was great. Um, hi. Hi. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. We've seen each other all day. All day. <laughs> all day, and, every day. Yeah, all the days before that. And we're heading into even firmer all day, every day, aren't we? Firm. The firmness of this pandemic <laughs> is what I associate with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things don't look good out there, everybody. Ooh. I mean, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's a vaccine. There's a vaccine. There's good news on vaccines, I will say. Yes. Who we knows? Have, we're going to just... have leadership soon that's not yeah. the fucking worst. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, appointed Ron Klain and his, as his chief of staff, who headed the Ebola response. Ron Klain. I mean, America has Ron Klain fever. <laughs> we're Klainiacs out here. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's Joe Biden's chief of staff. I just said it. He was the head of the Ebola response. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. This is a podcast where I yell at my wife. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Oh, no. Do we have any topics at the top? No. I did come up with a segment for the top when we don't have a topic at the top. (gasps) I love it. Which is... I don't have a title for it. So we're going to call it, What's the Connection? How are these two movies connected? How can we do degrees of separation for these two movies? So it's like a like a test for me. No. Okay. I just, I thought of it beforehand and I'm going to lay it out here. It's not a test for you. Although, try it. Go for it. I think it's a good... What am I going for? I don't understand. It's like, oh... Oh, connecting the two movies we watched. Yes. Oh! Right, connecting Jackass number two <laughs> and The Last Unicorn. Um, I did actually think about this. Yeah, okay. Um, they're, I feel like they're connected, like, um, nostalgia-wise. They're both. They're both. They're both capsules of a, of a time period, I feel like, that no longer work. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly, not what I meant. I meant like, (laughs) you did a great job. (laughs) Thank you. I meant like, this person is in this movie, was in this person, was in... Oh, the six degrees thing. Right. Oh. Wait, Um, so you have to connect them via actors. Yeah, actors. Or it could be director or something. You can't connect these two. You can Shut up. I figured it out. Okay, let's hear it. What's the connection? Uh, Luke Wilson appears briefly in this movie. (gasps) He does. And he starred with Jeff Bridges in a movie called Masked and Anonymous. Okay. In 2003, which also starred Bob Dylan, which was weird and I never saw it. Unrelated, but okay. Um, 
And Jeff Bridges is in, is in The Last Unicorn. I bet there's other connections as wow, well. Wow, that was really easy. It was. I feel like... We'll see if this segment has legs. Doesn't feel like it right now, but look, hey, I tried. I had a fun segment. Um, our movies today. <laughs> okay, this week we watched Jackass number two from two thousand six, and The Last Unicorn from nineteen eighty two. What a great year! Fantastic year. Good year. We're not no particular reason. Just a, good, just a good year. Another, <laughs> another clue about how old we are. Another very obvious mathematical clue. <laughs> Great. Um, all right. We watched Jackass number two first, so let's start with that. 2006, directed by Jeff Tremaine. IMDb summary. Chris Pontius, Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, Bam Margera, and the whole crew return to the screen to raise the stakes higher than ever before. Sure. Yeah, they sure do. Chris yeah. Pontius getting first billing in the first IMDb billing, summary, right? which, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not, like, um, alphabetical or anything. No. That's he, weird. He wrote that. Chris Pontius wrote that summary. <laughs> um, um, guys, number guys do you remember Jackass? I feel like... We, I mean, probably not because again, we know all of our listeners, but like in theory, if there's someone who doesn't know us and is slightly younger than we are, they might be like, what the fuck is jackass? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, uh, I think it has, it has, it has weirdly, I mean, I think it's because of these guys are now in their fifties, Yeah, but I think it has weirdly kind of gone away for the past couple of years, but you know, it was a it was a late nineties, early aughts phenomenon. Yeah, phenomenon is a really good uh, way to describe this. Yeah, it was this. Sh- it was a show on MTV. Yeah, they started as like stuntmen and skateboarders, and they got together and they just like did crazy stunts. Yeah, and did stupid things mm-hmm. and filmed them and then put it on MTV and it was this huge hit. And then they released three movies. Three movies. Well, four movies if you count Bad Grandpa, which I don't. Okay. I've never seen it. Um, and then I think there's a Jackass 4 coming out, which I'm very excited about because I think... I mean, let's get into it. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, so, first, firstly, you pop in the disc. You've got... What's this segment called? I don't know. All right. That's fine. It's not called popping off or whatever you popping popping off is good popping off yeah i was calling it the poppin you were calling and you hated that let's call it popping off popping off this is popping off anyway (laughs) you pop in the disc you pop in the disc there are it's a lovely collection of uh early 2000s previews for you you've got norbit which like uh (laughs) just a lot of um uh, Eddie Murphy uh, dressing up as a fat woman again because that's a thing that he likes to do apparently, and a lot Love of fat it. jokes. Instant and, comedy. Yeah, just hilarious. Yeah, um, so funny. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. We're just listen, fat women. We're just funny. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. We're just funny to look at. Our very I, existence is hilarious. I'm laughing all day, every day. Just like here she comes. <laughs> Um, and then Babel. Babel. 
Bowl, which I didn't see. Last Kiss, which is like one of my favorite films, and I'm excited for that to show up sometime in one of these death matches. You love The Last Kiss. I do. Um, Nacho Libre. <laughs> Nacho Libre, which like it happened, and we were both kind of like, "Is this racist?" And I and I believe what I said was. I mean, I don't know Jack Black's heritage. It's possible that he's not just a white guy, but I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Um, Who can say? But it, but it all felt very early 2000s. Yeah, early like, 2006. Yeah. Uh, we also got the You Wouldn't Steal a Car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a classic of yep. the form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. And you've got... Um, kind of typical extras on the disc. Although, yeah, lots oh... Lots of extras, yeah. We forgot to mention, this is Jackass number two, unrated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then in the extras, you've got commentary, you've got outtakes, which like the whole film is an outtake. So I'm confused about what an outtake is. Right. What merits an outtake? Somebody dies. Like, I don't know. Um, And and then it's all it was also like unrated deleted scenes. And I was like, the whole thing is unrated. What are you doing? Anyway. Yeah. 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 We didn't obviously dive into it, but no. And I haven't compared what is in the unrated version. That's not in the original. I bet I know what it is. Okay. I feel like I know what it is. We'll talk. We'll talk about it in a minute. Um, so, so yeah. So Jack, Jackass starts the, the show and all the movies start with a warning telling you not to do these things, that these are professionals, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I love that because what that means is that somebody submitted a tape of them doing something Oh, horrible. my God, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, ooh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this isn't, it's not, I think, I think that's, they probably got that a lot when they started, which is like, hey, I'm like, you guys, here's me, like, falling yeah. into a ravine. And then, yeah. like, they're like, okay, you know. Well, because, like, I mean, the liability concerns, like, I'm sure are, it's, there was like a blanket thing at the beginning, just being like, do not send us. Do anymore. not. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, the other thing, if you have never seen the TV show, Jackass, is that I'm pretty sure every episode started with him going, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Yeah. And then something crazy. And then something insane happens. And that's how the movie starts. Although the movie starts, with like this insane cinematic, there's like smoke yeah. and it's that like, is it the dun, 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 dun yeah, I think music? So. Yeah. Um, and the, the boys emerge in a line, slow motion running through the smoke. And then there are bulls behind yeah, there's, them. There's a running of the bulls. <laughs> it's a situation. running of the bulls, but it's in like a suburban neighborhood set. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're like chasing and you see like one guy like dive into a car and then the bull takes the car door off. And then another guy jumps into a trash can and the bull knocks the trash can over. Yeah. Um, they run into a house. They run the into a house. Them. And then it, the it, like John Knoxville stops and does his thing. Hi, I'm John yeah. Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. And then like a bull just takes him out yeah. through the window. And it was like. It was weirdly like, oh my god, yes! Like he said that, yeah. And I was like, oh my god! Like it, it, it um, lit up some sort of pleasure center in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Knoxville lights up pleasure centers in right. my brain too. He's because like, like I haven't, I haven't watched Jackass probably since the third movie came out, which yeah. was 2010, I think. So mm-hmm. a decade. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, I haven't thought about Jackass in that long either. You know. Yeah. And it was just really nice. Because I was kind of like, oh, I wonder how this is going to go. And then it started and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
I mean, I you know, cards on the table. Like, I love Jackass. <laughs> I love these movies. I think I wrote a paper about Jackass in college being real pretentious about how it's, like, pure cinema or something. Some bullshit wow. like that. But, like, but like <laughs> I... I also, I just, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. I just remember seeing these movies in the theater mm-hmm. and them being so fun. Yeah. And seeing them like packed theater, opening night, and the entire place is going crazy because the the movies are just these crazy, the, like the, these crazy stunts. Yeah. There's no, I mean, they don't even try to have a plot, which I appreciate so much. Yeah. It's just stunt after stunt after gross out after thing. And they are so fun to yeah. watch if you if you buy into it. And I understand why some people wouldn't, mm-hmm. but I fully do. Yeah. And we'll talk about, there's stuff I really don't like in these yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. that we'll get to, for sure. we'll get to. But the stuff that works, works so beautifully and is like, they are those, and I think just to, again, this is just rambling at the top, but like, the thing that, I, that, makes it work. So they, they do these stunts and they play pranks on each other and they mm-hmm. like, they, oh, I'm going to have a snake bite my penis or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well that sounds stupid. Why do I want to watch that? The thing that all has always, always, always made it work for me and made it such a like joy to watch. And I think this is why it works mm-hmm. is the, the, the guys laughing. Yes. Is like, it's not just seeing the thing. It's seeing all the guys who are, who you, in your mind, you're like, they're all friends with each yes, other. Yes, exactly. They all hang out together. Yeah. They're all, and they're all laughing at each other, with each other. There's times where they cross a line and the movie leaves some of that in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like. Well, and yeah, and, and, and yeah, at each other, with each other, and at themselves. Yeah. Like, they're yep. so good uh-huh. at that part of it, too. At be, at, yeah, at being like, you got me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, there are definitely moments where they cross a line the best part of it though is that it's not even it's not it's not even the the moments that you think like cuz cuz you there are some moments where they cross the line where it's like oh that person like actually got hurt yeah but like they actually get hurt all of the yeah. time so the it's it's i feel like we as the audience can't really tell until you like see their faces and what i love about it is that it's like genuine concern but it's also so uncomfortable because they're just like they're clearly so there's something about it that screams that they're clearly upset that they took it too far right like they're not like still laughing at this guy who got like airbagged in the face and is now like has a concussion yeah it's confused and has a concussion concussion. and just like they're like oh shit they're like upset about it like i hurt my friend and it's like oh good they do have like empathy and feelings right no they treat (laughs) they they they're not supermen right like they're real i mean they're they're stuntmen and whatever and like i don't mean to be like oh they're they're like they're just like me they're not (laughs) but i mean they are they the thing that makes jackass work is the like is not is not that they can take it. It's that they can't take it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. it's that they get hurt. And, yeah, and like they put the leech on Stevo's eyeball oh in that one. Oh my god! And Stevo's freaking out, and then they, you know, I think it's Johnny and Chris uh-huh. are like standing there, like, "Oh, we fucked up. This yeah. is bad. This is bad." And they like leave some of that in, and and it's just like so they just they just they, it feel it all feels very human. Yeah, and like it's obviously like very tied to like the human body and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um anyway, we can get into it. Yeah. It's just like I'm I'm such a 
fan of Jackass. And going into it, you just said this, but I think, like, I had the same thing where I was like, is this going to hold up? Because I love this movie. Like, I, yeah. I, like, remember loving it. And I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to hold up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I feel like, well, let's talk about it. I feel like it it holds up really well. There are definitely parts of it that I find harder to watch. Yeah. There's a weird thing that has happened since I'm having children, okay? Yeah. So you have, you have babies. I'm going to do this as fast as I can, you guys. You have babies. <laughs> they are learning to walk. And I, like, I love to let my kids uh, learn by doing. Like, I didn't, I mean, like, I kept them safe. But I didn't, like, pad my house in bubble wrap. Um, You know, I was like, the only way they're going to learn is if they bump their head a couple times. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But while they're learning to walk, you watch them. And they learn to run and they start running. But they're not steady on their feet. So they fall a lot. And the thing is, when you're watching your child run, especially, especially away from you, and they start to fall, I have a thing in my body where it's like all of my nerves zap me. Yeah. As if I'm getting electrocuted in anticipation of them falling and hurting themselves. And that kept happening while I was watching (laughs) Jackass. Um, Not because I feel any particular connection, but there's something about now watching people fall and knowing like, oh, I can see the scraped knees. I can see the, you know, whatever. That like, oh, you know what I mean? And that definitely was not happening to me you know, as a mid 20 something watching Jackass. Um, Yeah. So that was really interesting to see how it was still funny. Like it still made me laugh, but um, because there are very few things that I find funnier than someone falling over. You love someone falling over. So this is like my jam, but it was like a very different thing. Um, There's, there's not too much stuff in it. That's like, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? That kind of like, oh, oh, this is not. You wouldn't do this today. Problematic yeah, yeah, in that way. problematic thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I think that there's a. I, I I was kind of like, oh, I hope I hope we don't get too much in. Like, I hope I hope watching this isn't colored by like, oh, there's problematic shit, and mm-hmm. oh, that's a bummer that that's in there. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's the the things that stood out to me was Chris wearing confederate flag boxers yeah or swim trunks or something yeah which is like just a bummer to see yeah you know what i mean like it's not i'm not like cancel jackass or whatever but like everyone knows who these guys are they're not like whatever but it was like and maybe it's maybe it's easy for me to say that it's fine that i'm like oh fine whatever because i'm like a white guy but like Mm -hmm. but that was a bummer yeah and then um there's the 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 like centerpiece sketch at the end of it yes <laughs> is so so let's let's lay out the types of sketches okay in jackass there's just like pure like oh i'm in a shopping cart and it has a rocket on it and it's gonna go off a ramp and i'm gonna hit a wall right like that there's, there's that a shit. lot of launching them into the air yeah, which is so yeah, explosions compressions whatever it is <laughs> so funny so funny all all of those are beautiful yeah they not a they're all flawless yes you've got a lot you've got this one joke in here at the top the 
card in the hallway. So, so they put oh, a card yeah, yeah, yeah. on the wall that at the hotel they were staying at. Yeah, they're clearly all staying at the same hotel. Right. That says like, it says something like, hey, like Jackass Boys, like I love you so much. Like my sister actually hooked up with you a couple years ago. Like we're such big fans. My name is Stephanie, whatever. And the, the writing gets smaller and smaller. So you, the boys come up and they're, they're reading it and they're leaning in to read the smaller print. And then a punching glove comes through and punches them in the face. Yeah, exactly. And it's, Great. And the thing that I find so fascinating, yes, is that it they do it like five times. Like they keep doing it to all of the members of this group. And it is funny every fucking time. Right. Like it doesn't lose its shine at all. And I don't know why or how, but it just even when you know what's it's what's coming, it's great. So there's that, there's the like launching people into things, hurting ourselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm gonna hit you in the balls with this or whatever. Yeah. Then there's that where they're pranking each other. Yeah. It's like, oh, like read this note. Oh, a boxing glove hits you. Yeah. Oh, uh, we we got Bam to like drive to somewhere and we're gonna fill his limo with bees. With bees. (laughs) Which is so funny. Oh my god. And And so they're pranking each other. Then there's the ones where they're like pranking people out in the world. Yes. Where Spike Jones dresses up as an old lady who's like keep her robe keeps falling off and she's out in LA. And she's like so she's naked and it's just So like, her like and it's like her boobs are out and then yeah. Johnny Knoxville dresses up as the bad grandpa. Yeah. And like is at a taco stand or something and with a kid. With a kid and he's like giving the kid alcohol, fake alcohol or whatever. I will say for me, and I, this was always true mm-hmm. that those segments are my least favorite thing of the whole movie and like of the entire jackass franchise and it's not absolutely yeah like yeah i completely agree it is the worst it's the worst segment i wish they wouldn't and do it and they do a bunch of stuff where they're all puking and that's still better (laughs) than this one and i i call it the unwilling participant sketches yeah because that's when it's not funny anymore because part of what makes jackass so funny is that they all clearly have signed on for this they all know sometimes they don't know exactly what's going to happen, but they all know what they are. It's like when they, when they throw a snake in with Bam, who's afraid of snakes. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And it's just like watching him be scared, but it's like, he signed up for this. This is what he's there for. He did. Yeah. I do. I don't like that segment either, but, (laughs) (laughs) but cause he just looks so scared. And I, and just like, like, especially because like, like I just am imagining like, yeah, if you have a legitimate phobia, like snakes is a legitimate phobia. Like yeah. it's not just like, oh, I'm kind of afraid of that. Like it's like, imagine being forced, even if you knew that like shit was going to get crazy. Yeah. Being confronted, being having to confront your worst fear. Totally. Is like, totally. oh, I hate it. Totally. <laughs> but off of, but I was just using that as an example. But the, yeah. the, the, the ones where they're out in the world, it's like, the, the other thing that gets me about those that I find aggravating to watch Mm -hmm. is that the people is that there's no like um this sounds this is gonna sound stupid but there's no like point being made there's no right like they act in a way and the people around them are like oh what the fuck right and like like the the um spike jones is dressed up as the old lady and her her robe keeps falling off and she's like looking at handbags at on the street or whatever Mm -hmm. and the guy who like works there is says, uh, hey, your robe's fallen off. Your robe fell off. Like, what? Yeah. You, you need to, can you? I believe he says, your titties are out. 
Well, yeah, the, the <laughs> phone guy says your titties are out. Hey, your titties out. And then like a couple of people come over and they're saying, "Hey, uh, we need to." It's just like, yeah, p- this is how people act. Right. It's kind of why I. It's kind of why Borat doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's because it's like I, when Borat goes after Rudy Giuliani or something, it's like, like sure, great, fuck sure, that guy. yeah, fuck like. And I hate to like frame things as like punching up and punching down because that's well, such a but, cliche. But yeah, but but that's like it's like when they're out on the street and they're just kind of acting in a wild, crazy way. And then people are like, Hey, that's wild and crazy. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right. This is nothing. And I don't know if you think you're getting one over on people or what. Right. I think another thing. So Jackass to me and not to get pretentious is like all about these guys like owning their bodies Mm -hmm. and their, and like how crazy the human body is and what it can take and what you can do to it and all this shit. And when they do that shit, it's like not their bodies anymore because they're they're like all in made prosthetics, up. They're yeah. in prosthetics, and they're like, isn't an old person's body disgusting? Right. And isn't it inherently comedic? And it's like, no, not really. I mean, I like, and, <laughs> no, and it's I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not saying it can't be, but that's not really your joke to make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't. Again, I don't mean to sound like too overthinking it, but it's no. Just, but it I agree. Feels and I of think... a different. Of a different movie or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I agree, and I think that it. I think that it. Uh, I'm gonna firmly come down on the side of just someone's body cannot be funny. Yeah, right. That's right, right. not something that's funny. Right. Exactly. So. And I think that that's what those, especially those old lady segments in this mm-hmm. movie, yeah. are about. Is like, look, it's an old person's breast, and it's like, yeah, that's nothing, man. Yeah. Like, and it sounds so stupid to be like, jackass, grow up. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's, no, it's, but I think, but it's not funny. It's like, right? It's not funny, and 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 the rest of it is is so funny, yeah. and this is so out of line with everything that makes the rest of it very funny. Right. So that's, I think, the issue. Yeah. I um, think the other thing about it too. Sorry, no. is just, and I hate to harp on the things that I don't like in this movie because mm-hmm. I fucking love the Jackass movies. Yeah, I have yeah. such a deep affection for them. <laughs> but the thing that also is weird is that it's Spike Jones and not one of the people that yeah. we know and love. Yeah. And I love Spike Jones, and I know that he's like deeply ingrained with the jackass guys and like directed you know like all like i know he's part of that group in that way yeah but it's like oh you didn't like earn our trust in the way that like johnny knoxville as the grandpa is at least yeah although that other that also is like it doesn't work yeah. that also is like there's a guy like hey you shouldn't give that kid alcohol right and it's like yeah that's how you would act right man. <laughs> exactly like what is the joke here exactly anyway yeah. i don't mean to just rag on these movies because i do love them yeah um the other type of sketch or joke that they do is the gross out yeah which is just and those i definitely found less tolerable i know now especially there's a lot of vomiting in this movie yeah. you guys like so much vomiting and, and also you have a and like a, yes i do what's it's called something edamame edamame yes that's called edamame um it's an actual phobia called emetophobia and i uh I for sure have it. Yeah. It like, uh, you know, I feel like I say that and people are like, yeah, no one likes vomit. And I'm like, no, no, no. It, it makes me feel like I'm going to have a heart attack thinking about it, seeing it, thinking someone else might throw up. Like I have to really talk myself down to like be calm. And I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you guys, you do not realize how often vomit shows up in movies and TV and what a comedic crutch it is (laughs) until you are married to someone. (laughs) 
who cannot see it. Yeah. It's, that scene in Bridesmaids where oh I God, I yeah. literally, the when we saw it in the theater, I covered my eyes and plugged my ears. And I have not to this day seen that scene. Yeah. I have not watched it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of vomit. There's a lot of like, there's like a close up shot of poop. That the joke oh, that is, is really so funny. funny. We're though. not going to ruin it. The joke is really funny, but there is like. A close-up yeah, shot of shit. You get intimately familiar with vomit and shit <sighs> in this movie. And also just like... The other thing that, that when I think of this movie now... Because they all run together in my head, the three jackass movies. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, but when I think of this one, the thing that I think I remember most now is the bulls. There's so yeah. much stuff with bulls. Yeah. With- they do this... Um, I think they call it the Toro Teeter-Totter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those four-way seesaws... In the middle of like a bull ring, and then they just let the bull loose, and it's yeah. just like, first of all, they're so they're so actually terrified. Yes, yes. Um, once again, what which makes is it like great. yes, which is so great, and it's also it's 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 terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like it's scary, but they're like laughing at it, and Johnny Knoxville gets jacked up by this bull at the end of it, yeah. and it's like, oh lord, yeah. Yeah. it's crazy, it's crazy. Um. I also think a thing I really love and respect about these movies is the pacing of them because mm. again they don't have a plot. Yeah. You it's like how is this going to sustain for 90 minutes? And maybe for some people it doesn't. <laughs> for me it's like so they'll have they'll have longer pieces, they'll have these uh, my favorite ones are these tiny interstitial Oh my god, kind of yes. sketches where it's just a like a, I think it's called a blackout, like in improv or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like a fade up, something insane happens that you don't quite expect. Yeah. And then fade down, and it's like 10 seconds at most. Yeah. And I love those. It's like the thing in, uh, that they do in Superstore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, so I, I love those. I love like, you know, so then they have these like kind of longer set pieces mm-hmm. in some of the other movies. It's like, oh, this guy goes to the doctor with like a toy car in his butt or. Yeah. That's or, like in some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one, the biggest set piece at the end doesn't really work for me, which is the one where they get Aaron. Oh yeah. To dress up, uh, to put on essentially like Arab face or whatever. Right. That's probably it's offensive not, to it, say. Sorry. Yeah. No. It, I mean. I don't know. So how. the joke is. So the joke is that they're gonna call a cab to the airport, and they have a fake bomb strapped to him. Yeah. And it's and they're gonna get weird. It's one of those unwilling participant jokes. Except that. Well, he's he's the, gonna yeah he's gonna he's gonna do like a uh, like an. Uh, like a Middle Eastern accent kind of thing the yeah. whole time too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's posing, I mean, 2006 where, you right. know, terrorists are a thing and right. what you think a, quote, terrorist looks like. Right. Um, so that's what they dressed him up as. Right. Um, but the twist is that the taxi driver is actually an actor who the boys have commissioned. Right. And um, he, like, so he's going to, like, pull a fake gun on him and, like... It it gets the thing. It's funny. It is funny. Mm-hmm. But one, there's a little bit of that unwilling participant stuff going right. on, and there's like something. The the second I think about um, how terrified he must have been, yeah, in the moment, it 
loses it for me. Do you know what I mean? It's, and I can't help but think that. Especially, there's like a point where they put him in the trunk. Yeah, Aaron, and like the, pretend, yeah. yeah, and pretend to drive off. Right, and he. And he, you can hear him because he's still got his mic on. You can hear him. And he goes like, this wasn't even my idea. I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. And it's like, he actually thought he was going to die. Do you know what I mean? And I, it's, I'm like, it makes me sad. It's funny because I, that's, that, I don't feel bad for him at all because he was doing <laughs> kind of like racism. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's doing like, Absolutely. like, he was like, he like darkened his skin Put on a beard that he finds out later was made of all his co-stars' pubes <laughs> as part of the prank. And so it's like they – to me, they think they're getting away with it because it's a prank on them. Yeah. But it does use this kind of like um, very racist uh, trope in it. Yeah. And I, I guess more it's, – it's less that I feel bad specifically for him yeah. and more that the, the, the concept of being that terrified – Makes yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Makes me sad. You have empathy. <laughs> you have human empathy. How dare you? Yeah. Um, uh, but so, that so that is like probably the longest sketch that yeah. goes on for because it's like they you know he thinks he's he's doing this piece for the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out to be a, a very elaborate prank on him. It yeah. goes on for a long time. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that one for me is like oh they put all their eggs in this basket, and that one maybe. Maybe at the time I didn't register. I don't know. Maybe I've evolved on that. Know. But yeah. it, like now it's like, oh, I don't want to see like ironic racism. I don't want to see like anyone do that kind of thing yeah. as entertainment. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like not a thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's also some a lot of stuff in this movie that um, makes me go, Oh, is this animal abuse? <laughs> um, like there's a thing where they like put an anaconda in a ball pit and then yeah. the boys have to try to get it out. And it, that snake bites the shit yeah. out of Johnny Knoxville's He's arm. bleeding like hell. Um, and you know, they have the like snake specialist there. That's how they get the snakes. Yeah. Um, and the snake's not hurt, but there's something about like, we're putting an animal in an environment it would not be in and chasing it around. It doesn't sit well with me. I got you. I got you. There's also, and this I think is probably the thing that makes it quote unrated. There's a thing where they breed a horse. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and also like, cause I read, so, so they, I assume are at like a horse farm. Yeah. And they bring a stallion over. It goes to, like, mount a mare. They stick yeah. a thing on it. They grab its penis and stick a thing on it. And, like, it's a whole thing. And then one of them drinks the semen. It's gross. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. I read, though, that they had to they had to cut away from him actually drinking it because him drinking it is considered a pornographic act. <laughs> so they wouldn't have been able to, ha- like, yeah. have the rating on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I found very funny. That's funny. But, um... But you fully see that entire segment. And I feel like either it was blurred or you didn't see the whole segment or possibly the segment wasn't in the original yeah, I mean, movie. You see an erect horse cock yeah. in, in the DVD, <laughs> which, I mean, there's, that's a thing. Like, you know, I, I, I work for a cable television mm-hmm. program and mm-hmm. I've worked in television for a little while. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the thing, you can show um, a penis... But the minute the penis is erect, it becomes like they won't like 
like places won't do it anymore. any penis even a horse's penis well that's what i'm saying i don't know oh but i'm but a human penis I, my, my expertise is in the human penis yes and so um yeah i've never you know what i've never had to deal with erect horse penis before okay um which is shocking, actually, for because of the show I work on. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, like, um, yeah, the, the, you know, it, there's, there's, what am I trying to say? Sorry. I don't know. I've, I had a point. What is your favorite segment and what is your least favorite segment <sighs> in Jackass Jeez. number two? Okay. Um, oh, really quickly, before we talk, before sure. we do that. There's also a segment, there's a lot of stuff throughout Jackass with Bam's parents. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who, you have to hope that at some point, hopefully from the beginning, they were willing participants, but mm-hmm. there is, again, that edge of unwilling participants. But they, they're they sleeping, it's the middle of the night, they're sleeping, and they switch out Bam's dad for Preston, Preston yeah. who's the large gentleman in the group. Yeah. Um, and April's like sleeping and he's like, not groping her, but he's like touching her, like rolled over and right. like touching her. And she's like, what are you doing? Stop, stop. And then she like, goes like, ah, ah, you know, and like yeah. freaks out and she's laughing in the end and whatever. But it's just like, like at one point, Bam says like to Preston, like, don't be afraid to get frisky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like a joke at the end where it's, he says to his dad, like, I think he copped a feel. Yep. And it's just like, one, that's your mother. Yeah. Two, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. not okay. Yep. Um, yeah, that one also had a weird energy to it. It's not, so, but then the one where they surprise, where they, like them, the, uh, the concept of Bam continually pranking his parents mm-hmm. is weirdly works mm-hmm. for me. Like the ones where the, there's one in one of the movies, they, they just put an alligator in their house. Yeah. And, oh my God. <laughs> and then just like leave the cameras on. And, like in the kitchen. Right. Like she, she walks, like, walks in and she's kitchen. like, ah! and then there's in this one, they, they turn, they turn the staircase into like a snow, uh, like a ski slope ski kind slope, of. Yeah. And they just do these like runs down it and break the front door and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, it's stupid, but it's really funny. Yeah. That one, I agree with you. It like, it's like crosses into a just very weird territory of like nope. being in bed with switching out someone, you know, in right. bed, which is right. like very gross. Also, aren't they from like Philadelphia area? Yeah, I think they're from uh, like Upper Darby or right, down or exactly. Something. So like, you're lucky you didn't get shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, favorite and least favorite. I mean, my least favorite. We've already said the unwilling participant ones are my least favorite, yeah. but all, but alongside of that, like, I think. Is it the one where he eats horse shit? <laughs> no, <kidding>. actually. <laughs> I think my least favorite one. If Okay. If we're going to cut out all the ones where it's like unwilling participant and vomit, because like, obviously I'm, I didn't, I didn't even watch those ones. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. My least favorite one is there's one where Steve-O pushes a fish hook through his cheek. (laughs) And then, is it? I think it's Chris Pontius, casts him out to swim with sharks. And, like, that's the joke is that Steve-O is, like, the bait on the end of a hook. But he literally pushes a fish hook through his cheek. Yeah. 
I hate it. (laughs) I hate it so much. Um, And I think my favorite one is... Oh, God, this is so hard. I really love the the Toro teeter-totter. Yeah, that's great. I also really love the Bicentennial BMX one. Yeah, that one's so good. Where they're just riding those, you know, those bicycles with the giant wheel in the front. And I, it must be two smaller wheels in the back, right? I don't think so. I think it's one It's smaller one wheel. smaller wheel in the back. Anyway, they just, like, get on them and then, like, go over, like, a pile of snow. Yeah, and just- Johnny Knoxville just, like crashes to the ground. I think he says something like, yeah, my head prevented my body from getting too fucked up or something. He gets up on the huge bike <laughs> and is riding around that parking lot and just goes, this is going to suck. Yeah. And I think the, I think the reason I love that is one, you've got like a fall, you've got these silly bicycles. Is it Ryan is the Ryan other guy? Down, yeah. um, RIP, RIP. Uh, is wearing like a top hat and tails and it's all very funny. Um, but it's so clearly one of those sketches where you can see the idea. Yeah. Like you can see them in the room. Okay, guys, what are we going to do? Yeah. You can see them write it down. And then they went to do it and they were like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. um, and because that's it. It's just John, like there's no, usually these sketches kind of like a bunch of people do different things. No, but yeah. Johnny Knoxville eats it and then they're like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that again. So I think that is definitely up there for me. What about you? What your, what's your favorite and least favorite? My least favorite is the ones where Spike Jones is the old woman. Mm-hmm. And my favorite is probably the one where they're on a dock and there's a huge like red cartoon looking rocket <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville is just like hanging onto it for dear life. And the first time they set it to like launch 50 feet in the air, it just kind of like explodes yeah, and doesn't do it. And then he does it and launches 50 feet in the air. And it's just yeah. like, feels like pure, simple, easy. Love it. Love it. Love to see it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I have such affection for these movies. I do. We've we've talked about it for 40 minutes. Okay, well. So, <laughs> this is going to be fun to cut down. Um, okay, is it available? It is on our favorite streaming service, Fubo. Fubo! Which I still don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's on Fubo, and mm-hmm. it's on a couple of other, like, like it's on, you can get it on DirecTV and stuff, but it's also just available to buy. Great. Um, Yeah. DVD look great. Also, it's like shot on shitty video, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't need to be in 4K or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Should we move on? Let's move on. Our next movie is The Last Unicorn from 1982, directed by Arthur Rankin Jr. and Jules Bass. Is this our first repeat director? Because they also directed Frosty the Snowman. Huh. I think it might be. I think it might be. Rankin and Bass. Rankin and Bass, baby. Our first repeat directors. (laughs) Uh, The IMDb summary is a brave unicorn, Mia Farrow, and a magician, Alan Arkin, fight an evil king, Sir Christopher Lee, who is obsessed with attempting to capture the world's unicorns. Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so really quickly, just to get it out of the way, uh, popping off... (laughs) This is terrible. This is popping off. I hate it. I hate it, too. Um, It's super bare bones. You put it in, there's nothing. It's play the movie and scene selection, and that's it. Yeah, it's, I mean, movie aside, it's kind (laughs) of a terrible DVD. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like garbage. It looks like it was just a transfer from a video file. Yeah. So it's not like Like from the original master or anything. 
you can see the top of the well, there was yeah. like white dashes right. at the top of the screen the whole time. Yeah, at the top of the frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then it's also in four by three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not. It's a, it was. It was you know made in widescreen. Mm-hmm. So you're missing stuff. There's a scene late in the movie where the princess unicorn lady and the prince mm-hmm. are on two separate balconies singing to each other uh-huh. and like you don't you just see her arm <laughs> like because you can't see <laughs> i didn't notice that oh, so I that's did. good <laughs> um i mean it, yeah so it's not a great dvd the the um yeah, no extras. No extras, like that. just yeah. But we own it. We do own it. We own it because uh, childhood. <laughs> yeah, so this was a heavy rotation. I mean, here's the thing heavy rotation, I think, is an exaggeration. Um, especially because watching it, there's so. Okay, so this was, this came out in 1982, which is the year I was born. <gasps> <laughs> the reveal. The reveal. Oh, my um, God. And so, like, it's not like newborn Liza was like, I want to watch The Last Unicorn. Like, clearly this was thrust upon me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say I have I have older siblings who are a decade older than I am. So they were very influential in what I watched, what I listened to. Um, and this, like, never has there been a clearer example of my older siblings telling me what I was going to watch and what I would like mm-hmm. <laughs> than The Last Unicorn. Oh, yeah. Because I, I haven't watched it. I don't think I watched, like, we own it. I don't think I watched it when we bought it. I think it was literally just like, oh, 80s movie, 80s yeah. kids movie. Um, but, uh, and I didn't remember it, really. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I remember bullet points. I remember, yeah. I remember what a very young child would remember from a movie they had seen a couple of times. You right. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I do, so heavy rotation. I don't know. Cause I feel like probably very quickly I was like, this is weird, but you had seen it, <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I had seen it yeah, and seen like, it more than once, seen it enough times for it to make an impression on me. Yeah. This has like, Oh, $4 at target mm-hmm. thrown into the cart written all over it for sure. At some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I I think I had maybe seen it mm-hmm. once as a kid or something, but I, I I definitely heard of it and I thought I had seen it, but watching it I didn't remember or recognize a single thing. So. Yeah. Um, um spoiler alert everyone, this movie is goddamn insane. <laughs> <laughs> um so, oh God, plot-wise, I don't even know where to start. Like it's so just crazy. Mia Farrow is a unicorn. In a forest. In a forest. And these two men are hunting in the forest. And the, you, the man says, stay here. You're the last one. All the unicorns are gone. But he can't see her. He's just assuming there's a unicorn there. Right. Because men can't see unicorns anymore. Because, I don't know, their hopes and dreams are gone. I don't know. They never, they never clearly state yeah. why men cannot see unicorns. No, they don't. <laughs> so they are, so she's in, she goes, essentially the, the movie is she goes on a quest to find other unicorns. Mm-hmm. And she teams up with Schmendrick. Schmendrick. Who's a kind of 
aspiring magician. Yes. They have a quest. <laughs> and they wind up at a castle where an evil king has driven all the unicorns into the sea with his magical red bull. <laughs> and um, it's all about... It, she, along the way, she transforms into a human woman for a little while. Yes, to evade the bull. Right. Schmendrick transforms her into a human woman. The worst human woman I have ever seen. She's just like whiny and complaining the yeah. whole time. Can't remember why she's there, what she's doing. Really can't. And I'm like, can you keep it together, please? Yeah. So this is a so this is like a Rankin and Bass movie. It has that look to it. Like you were you were saying when we started it. Oh, I can't remember if I'm remembering things from this or if I'm confusing it with The Hobbit. Yes, the cartoon Hobbit. Right. Which is I yeah. Which is I really like that cartoon Hobbit a lot. Um, I don't remember it very well. But <laughs> I think it's better than this. But it has the same style. They also did Secret of Nim, which I mm-hmm. loved as a kid. And mm-hmm. I still have seen since. Have seen since. Yeah. We, we watched that with, with Ella. And, yeah. And we like that a lot. Um, so it has that look to it, that kind of... I mean, I think they have a style. Yeah. Rankin and Bass. Like, um, and I, I'd say, you know, they, they, they outsourced a lot of their animation, apparently, which I was, because I was trying to read about this movie, being like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> um, and I, my favorite part of watching it was the look of it. Mm-hmm. And, because I think there's a lot of really beautiful animation and a lot of beautiful, like, imagery in it and stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of old school. I love the design of the evil king, King Haggard. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was very coolly designed like there's just a lot of really great visuals in it yeah. for me yeah the skeleton the skeleton is yeah, really great yeah, yeah. yeah there's lots of really cool like background work and stuff like that there's but, a cat with a peg leg <laughs> oh i wrote i wrote down uh horny eye patch cat <laughs> at the end um but that's kind of where my affection for it <laughs> dies off a little bit i wrote down i was like it's been a long time since I feel like this happens with me a fair amount where it's like we're watching something and you can immediately tell that I don't like it. It's just radiating off of me in that way. And it this it has been a long time since your hatred of a film has been radiating off of you the way it was with this movie. I don't even hate it. I don't I, like it's not like a thing where I hated it. I I'm like glad it exists, I guess, but I was just like what? You know what? I was annoyed. I, so I was annoyed. And I'd be mm. interested because some of it, I think, redounds to the DVD itself. Yeah, some of it which is Which is like, oh, it's four by three. It looks like shit. It sounds like shit. The this sound is the th- mixing. This is... There were parts of it where the music, which is unbearable to begin with. Yeah. So stupid. But the music is being played and you cannot hear the lines in the scene. Yeah. Because the music is too loud. I wrote down in... Like all caps right here, I wrote down. I can't hear. <laughs> the sound design of it is so stressful. <laughs> there are points where there's like seven things happening mm-hmm. on the audio track, and you can't figure out where where your ear is supposed to go. Yeah, like it's insane. And I'm very curious if it's a if it's a function of the DVD or if it's a function of the film itself mm-hmm. or what. Yeah. But it is like impossible to understand what's happening sometimes yeah. because you just cannot hear and you cannot like 
orient yourself auditorial, <laughs> auditorially, 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 audi- sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then also there's like shit that's just incoherent in the movie itself. Yeah. DVD be damned. Yeah. I wrote. The butterfly. <laughs> Sorry. What I wrote. Saying? No, I wrote. So 80s, much nerdy. It's very like, I wish I had written down any of the lines that were just like, what did you just say? Like, yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just. It's it's the thing where where someone is trying desperately to write fantasy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I hope that makes sense. But and trying to sound like something and they don't sound right. like anything. <laughs> well, they all speak in a way that like, oh, we're not allowed this is fantasy, so there's no contractions. Right. And yes, I will go with you. Now is the time for me to go with you now. And it's just like, uh, what? what? This sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like, the thing, the, see, I didn't hate it because it's weird. Yeah. And I'd much rather have something that's, like, weird and incoherent than something that's just, like, very shiny corporate product that makes total sense but is boring. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This was not boring. No. But I did not know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> and... Uh, it doesn't like hang together as a thing. No. Because it's just very um, vignettes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're going along. Now we're with, uh, what is her? Mommy, mommy time? Mommy Fortuna? Mommy Fortuna. Mommy Fortuna who has like a weird. A harpy. Uh, har- yeah. So she, Mommy Fortuna runs like a traveling freak show kind of thing with these mythological creatures and she grabs the last unicorn. That's where the last unicorn meets Schmendrick. Yes. And Mommy Fortuna has a harpy and they release the harpy and the harpy eats her. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a line, like there's a whole little speech that Mommy Fortuna has where she basically says that this harpy who is drawn, it looks like a vulture. I don't know what I thought a harpy was, but it wasn't that. But it's like it looks like a vulture with three tits on it. Yeah, right. Um, uh, so this harpy is going to kill me one day, and I know that. And then I wrote in all caps, this is a children's movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, later, when it does kill her, then the unicorn is, says, well, she, she knew what she signed up for. Like, yeah. her death was... <laughs> A long time coming or something. It was like, well, Jesus Christ, cold. <laughs> she chose her death long ago. She chose she her death long ago. Um, um, the proportions of the drawing, I will say that, are yeah. insane. I wrote unattainable horse skulls because <laughs> the unicorns have voluptuous bodies with big old booties and yeah. stick thin legs. They would collapse <laughs> at all times and True. also like the humans are the same like they're shetland pony size yeah, yeah, yeah. which doesn't make any sense at all yeah. um it's so weird there's a great scene where uh they get captured in the woods by these like what does he call them they're like pirates or something, right? He, he, Schmendrick calls them like outcasts or outlaws. They're yeah. outlaws. Okay. Um, they get captured and they tie him to a tree. And I guess he tries to cast a spell to get out. But then the tree like turns into a woman and his head is like between the breasts. And it's so weird. I wrote down the titty tree. The titty That's tree. what I called it. It's the, so weird. The, but the thing is the breasts. <laughs> all right. The breasts also look like balls. 
Okay. Because the tree is the shaft. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like simultaneously seven different, like, filthy things. Yeah. In this children's movie. Yeah. And also the face uh-huh. has a vaginal quality to it. Yeah. Um, it was, that was a very weird It was in weird. The movie. And like, it's trying to like seduce him or something. I don't know. Yeah, very I don't know. Strange. It does have an all-star cast. So it you've does, got weirdly. Mia Farrow, you've got Alan Arkin playing Schmundrick, which is a very weird choice. I didn't realize it was Alan Arkin until a little oh. while in because I associate Alan Arkin with like yelling. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, um, and it was still that quality, like that cadence. Like it, once you know it's Alan Arkin, you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely Alan Arkin. <laughs> right, because it's this wizard in olden times or whatever um, who... Speaks like a Jewish kid from Brooklyn, <laughs> which is like what he is. Yeah. So it's very strange. Um, you've got Jeff Bridges as the prince. Yeah. Uh, look, love Jeff Bridges. Love him. Not his finest work. No. Although he does sing. <laughs> he does sing. If he and Mia Farrow have this terrible duet. It's the balcony song. Yes. It's so bad. Um... Then you've got Christopher Lee, Sir Christopher Lee. Sir? I didn't realize he was a sir. Yeah, Sir Christopher Lee. He's great. Um, it's it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. I, at the end of it, I wrote, was this written by a unicorn? Like, there's all this <laughs> stuff at the end where, like, Schmendrick is like... Uh, like, I'm a man, and I, like, have lost my... There's so much stuff in the movie about how man, like, man is doomed. Yeah. In a way that's like, who was this written by? Yeah. And by ma- man, I don't mean, like, males. I mean, yeah. like, man. Hum- humans. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very weird. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I don't know, man. It was like, I don't... Um, I didn't love it. i i did not love it either um and i also don't know that i felt super connected to it like i was i was expecting more of oh yeah but this is like my childhood yeah yeah, yeah. it was very little of that like it was kind of like oh yeah i remember this insane film that i watched a a while i feel like you we have that a lot where it's like, I remember this from when we were buying a lot of DVDs mm-hmm. that, like, oh, all of uh, Thundercats is now on DVD. <laughs> they have the whole series at Target for $7 or whatever. Like, I got to get this. I mean, I, do, I didn't get it. But <laughs> in those instances where something like that would happen, then you'd get it and you'd watch it and you'd be like, oh, yeah, no. this is stupid. This is I real dumb. I don't, I hate this. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know, like, they have, like, all of... I don't know, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on... How dare... On Disney Plus or something. You. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to watch How dare okay. you. All right. Fair Put enough. some respect on Chippendale's name. All right. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to Chippendale. <laughs> I want to apologize. Um, yeah, this was... It was a weird one. It was a weird one to watch. A weird one. Is it available streaming? It's on HBO Max, and I will That's say... That's interesting. You look at it on HBO Max, it looks gorgeous. Really? Yes. <gasps> like, I'm showing it to you now. Hold on. 
Oh my god. Pristine. Pristine. Widescreen. Oh wow. I'd be very <gasps> I would be very interested to see if the sound, the sound mix yeah. is better. Because it was unwatchable on this DVD. <laughs> so it's on HBO Max. Check it out. <laughs> so what we're saying is that there's a better version of this available. Right. We watched a easily, dog shit version. Easily available. Right. I wonder which one we're going to keep. <laughs> um, well, I think, I mean, also, 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 mm. I said this already, but like, if ever there was a film franchise where I don't need the Blu-ray, where that like lends itself to living on DVD, yeah. it's Jackass. Yeah, that's true. That's true. For me. Yeah, man. Um, well... R.I.P. The Last Unicorn. R.I.P. The Last Unicorn. You live on on HBO. You live on on HBO. <laughs> we will never watch you there. We will probably never watch you there either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. <laughs> that was too easy. That was too easy. Uh, you know, I didn't. I know we have had a lot of easy ones lately. Mm. I did not expect that to be that easy. Agreed. I, going into Last Unicorn, my heart was open. I was ready to be charmed, and I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> and you were not charmed. Um, okay, do we have our spreadsheet ready? Got the spreadsheet ready. Let's pick the next matchup. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,320. A random number between 1 and 1,320 is 249. From 2003. Catch me if you can. Oh. Okay. All right. I like that movie. Yeah. It's long. <laughs> right? Or does it just feel long? I think it's both. I think it feels okay. long and is long. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 1,320. A random number between 1 and 1,320 is 575. 575 is from 2008, The House Bunny. Oh! I legitimately like that movie. I know you do. That's, that's why, I mean, that should be true for all the movies that we own. It's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's a fun week. That's, that's a fun a, that's movie. A, yeah. I don't know how it'll wind up, though. I don't either. <gasps> <gasps> All right. <laughs> another we did it. Good. Good. Uh, next week. <laughs> I said another we did it, and you said <laughs> good. <laughs> so we're doing great. We got to shut it down. We got to shut we it gotta down. We got to shut it down. Next week, we're going to... Watch Catch Me If You Can and The House Bunny. So, uh. Yeah, that's the fucking premise of the podcast, man. <laughs> Next week we're gonna do this again. Look, I don't know. I don't what know. What have we done? Why did we do this? Does anyone still care? Probably not. It's hey, okay. if you still care, leave us a review. Hey! Thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all of the places the Twitter, the Instagram, the Gmail, the World Quad Web. Please uh, send us a message. Like a picture, like a tweet, review it, rate it, tell your friends about it. 
Um, yeah, please follow the Twitter account. I'm getting <laughs> killed. She's in charge of the Instagram. I'm, I'm not in, very good at it either. I'm in charge of the Twitter. <laughs> I'm getting killed on there with the follower account. People love a visual medium. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Come back next week and see who survives. DVD Deathmatch. We're on the right setting. You can hear me. Can we hear you? Let's see. Can we hear me? (laughs) I can hear me. That was doofus. I can hear you too. I can hear me. I see you. That's my... Never mind. What? What? Doing Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs when he was I'd fuck me or whatever. Yeah, not a great way to start things. Don't make that the cold open. (laughs) Thus guaranteeing it will be. No, don't make don't make that the cold open. Make it the the tag at the end or something. Hey, don't fucking tell me how to edit, man. I won't. Okay. Okay. You wanna edit it? No, I didn't no, I didn't mean it. No. I was just <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>